Hi, I'm Gemma Montgomery and welcome to the Excel with Ease business podcast, bringing together service-based business owners in the aesthetic, medical health and wellness sector. Here, we discuss different topics to help you grow a thriving business with ease, supporting your ultimate life vision. Welcome to this week's episode, which is all about nerves and fear. Specifically, nerves and fear when you're undertaking a procedure with a client. But before I dive in, I want to apologise for the poor audio quality on last week's episode. I could not, for the life in me, figure out what was wrong. You know, I had the same microphone, the same small studio, the same editing software, and I could not understand why it sounded the way that it did. But I was on a deadline and I wanted to get the information out to you anyway. And it wasn't until the day after the penny dropped and I realised it was something so, so simple. I literally had the microphone the wrong way round. So I'm an amateur at this. I'm learning as we're all learning with everything in life and trying my best. And hopefully it'll sound a little bit better for your ears this week. So yeah, nerves and fear, specifically when undertaking a procedure. Well, first and foremost, what I want you to know is this is completely normal. And I think you'd be a little bit strange if you were going to inject somebody's face with a needle for the first time and there wasn't an element of fear or a little bit of anxiety or trepidation. And I don't care, you know, what background you're from or, you know, what medical background you're from. I think it's a completely different way of working than what you're used to. You know, you're dealing with people's expectations in a very different way. These people are well, you know, they're not sick um, people that require uh, medical attention. And there's a level of expectation that goes alongside that. And there's an exchange of value in terms of money. So everything else going on in the background, I think, adds a little bit more to the fear, specifically when it's your first time or it's a a new client. And, you know, whether it's your first client or your 10th client or it's 10 years down the line, you know, we can all suffer with the little bit of anxiety and nerves. So please, please rest assured it's completely, completely normal. And, you know, myself included, I came from a really acute medical background where we were doing some pretty serious stuff. You know, I worked on coronary care and I've also looked after people um, on ventilators with high level spinal injuries. And, you know, going and injecting somebody's face for the first time, to me, felt more scary than that. So, like I say, don't beat yourself up about it. It's completely, completely normal. It's a normal human response. And it actually became more apparent to me when I began to network um, within the industry that I'm in, you know, speaking to other nurses and doctors, and they too had struggled with this. So, believe you me, if it's something that you're battling, you're not alone. And it's not always 
nerves. You know, you're not always nervous about what you're actually about to undertake. Sometimes you're actually primed. It's it's kind of an adrenaline response. So, you know, when you're ready to do something and, you know, you're doing it with all your heart, the adrenaline kicks in and the muscles are primed. And as the muscles become primed, you know, ready for that uh, fight or flight mode, what we'll experience as a human is we might get the shaky legs, we might get weak arms, um, shaky hands as all the blood, you know, is diverted to the muscles ready for you to run. It's just when we're in the business that we're in, we don't want to run and we certainly don't want to fight with our clients. We want to keep a nice steady hand if we can. And I can remember in the beginning really focusing on the fact that I felt shaky. And I think what didn't help is I had a really awful trainer um, at the time when I did my training. And it was so different 11 years ago. We were all bundled into a hotel room in the middle of Manchester. And there must have been, you know, 10 or 11 of us in this room, all staring at the model that we were about to treat. The syringe was getting passed around. And yeah, it was absolute carnage actually looking back. And it wasn't until I took hold of the syringe ready to do my part on the client's face and I went to inject the uh, procerus muscle when you do the frown injections and my hand just started going. And I shocked myself because I actually didn't feel nervous. So when I saw my hand go, I thought, what the hell is going on here? Um, And I think it was the adrenaline. I think I was just primed. I was ready. And I think some of us are a little bit more susceptible to the effects of adrenaline on our bodies than others. I think, you know, I've got quite a fast metabolism. So I don't know whether it's something to do with that. But I can just remember not feeling that nervous. But when I saw my hand shaking like that, oh my gosh, I just felt stupid. And everybody was watching and the trainer just didn't handle it right at all. He actually made me feel stupid for being like that. And really now I can see the blessing in that experience because as a trainer now, my first and foremost fear that I like to alleviate from people is don't worry about the shaking and certainly don't worry about the nerves because it's completely normal. And before I set up my own training, I worked for another national training company. So I've had lots of experience of people coming through the door and doing these injections for the first time. And believe you me, we all struggle with it. So in the beginning, you think it's you, but it's not. Everybody, you know, not saying everybody, but the very, very high percentage of people do um, come across this level of feeling a little bit shaky when they come to do their injections. Uh, What you've got to remember is when you first start out, everybody is your first. So you're really sort of getting going, building up that loyal clientele and everybody that comes through the door initially is your first. And as you start to get those clients repeating, it does tend to ease the anxiety a little bit. So obviously, you know, they're coming back because they've liked, you know, the job that you've done, but you also get to know them more as a person. So there's an element of relaxation between you both. And, you know, you may be chit-chatting as you um, undertake the procedure, which again, takes the element of anxiety out of there as well. 
And I think sometimes this is why, you know, this this kind of feeling can still happen five years down the line or 10 years down the line, especially if you've got a new client because you're new to, you know, you're used to the people that you treat and you're comfortable. And then when somebody else comes through the door, again, it's new expectations, new fears inside can arise. And they're again, exchanging money for a service that you're providing. So, First and foremost, if it makes you feel better, I struggled with it. A lot of my colleagues have struggled with it and I've seen other people throughout the years that I've trained struggle with it as well. So you're not alone, but it does get better. There'll become a time when not everybody is your first and they'll all be uh, hopefully your nice, loyal clients that are coming through the door. So there's a few bits of advice that I can give you on the back of this subject if it's something that you're struggling with. And the first piece of advice I want to give is make friends with the fear, make friends with the anxiety and just surrender to it. What you've got to do is try and think where you know, your attention goes, energy flows. So the more you fixate on, oh gosh, this client's coming and what if I'm shaky? What if I can't keep a steady hand? If you're thinking those kind of thoughts in your head all the time, you're giving it power. And when you're giving it power, the problem grows and, you know, becomes a bigger problem. What I want you to do is just lighten up about it a little bit and just surrender and lose the resistance and just think, so what if I shake? I shake. You know, my client's got her eyes closed. She's not going to know. It's only me that's going to know and it's no big deal. Nothing really majorly bad is going to happen if I feel a little bit unsteady. And I want you to as well become aware of triggers that might be making you feel a little bit more nervous and anxious. So I know for me, um, hormones can play a big part. Um, if it's you know coming up to time of the month, sometimes I can feel a little bit more jittery. And I think you don't notice this as much until you're really working um, with your hands, you know, and you're having to be quite dexterous. I can remember before I was working in this kind of way, it might be that I'd drop things a little bit more when it was coming up to that time of the month, or I might, you know, put something in the fridge that shouldn't be there. And it's just because you're having to work with such dexterity that you're noticing it a little bit more. So like I say, hormones can be a big trigger. Tiredness can be another big trigger as well. If you're not rested and you're not getting enough sleep, you're going to feel a little bit more jittery and a little bit more shaky. We've talked about adrenaline. So stress um, can definitely make you more prone to feeling a little bit more edgy and shaky when you're doing your procedures. So if you're not giving yourself enough time between clients or if you're not giving yourself enough time to get to work and you're rushing through the door and then your first client's in, of course, you know, it's human nature. You're not going to have a completely steady hand. You're going to feel a little bit more um, on edge and a little bit more jittery. So it's just really basic things, but give yourself enough time, give yourself enough sleep and be mindful of the role that hormones can play. And on top of that, I want you to also become aware of you and aware of your body. 
and how you hold yourself. So again, this comes back to the um, the yoga um, certification and teaching that I did. And when we, when I were kind of undergoing this training, I really became aware of how I held myself. And it could be something so simple like, how am I holding my body when I'm queuing um, in a coffee shop for a coffee? Or I'm standing in line, you know, at the supermarket or when I'm on my phone. And as I started to tune in, and I tuned in when I was working with um, clients as well, I noticed that I tended to hold myself quite rigid. So it could be, you know, my body's quite rigid, my shoulders are up, you know, I'm holding my breath. And once I became aware of it and started to really sort of soften my body um, in every activity that I was doing, and I started to really reconnect to my breath and you know, become aware of breathing nice and full and nice and deep. That had a knock-on effect on how I felt when I was doing my treatments. So become aware, make sure you're holding yourself nice and soft and you're really kind of moving from your middle and connecting with your breath. You know, don't be holding your breath and holding yourself rigid as you're about to go in with the needle and do the procedure. And as I've said, you know, you can always tell your client to keep their eyes closed. I do this anyway. You know, I don't really struggle with the nerves these days as much, but I still think it's good practice if your your client has their eyes closed and they concentrate on the body and the breath. So keeping themselves nice and soft as the needle goes in, I'll often say, take a nice big deep breath in, nice long breath out, and it really helps them with their anxiety levels because, you know, we forget about the clients. It's not easy to come in and lay on the bed and surrender yourself to the mercy of somebody that's about to treat um, your face. And also, you know, the, the pain levels that could be associated with that. And I'm sure, you know, dentists that are listening out there will completely be able to relate to this. So as well as you being aware of how you're holding yourself and how you're breathing and how connected to yourself you are, also try and make that experience, um, you know, try and create that experience for your client as well. So you're both feeling nice and relaxed because, you know, energy... We absorb it and we feel it because we're all energetic beings. So if your client's quite nervous, you know, energetically, you will be picking up on that and you will be absorbing some of that. So it's really important that you're both nice and relaxed. And lastly, educate, educate, educate. Get yourself really educated on the procedure that you're doing and on your anatomy and physiology and how to deal with potential complications should they occur. Because in this scenario, knowledge really is power. And if you know, you know, what can happen and you're being really careful or worst case scenario, you know, a complication was to arise, if you can deal with it, then that's half the battle won. Of course, it's going to be scary if a complication arises. You know, you might have had one complication and then you might not have another one for seven years. It's not something we're dealing with all the time. So there will still be an element of fear and anxiety around it. But, you know, if you know that you're adequately prepped 
and you know you can follow the guidelines and follow the procedures for any complication that should occur then that is half the battle won and I want you to remember it is not a confidence issue it's a completely normal human response because you care and because you want to do a good job and I do think if you do come to a point where you completely lose all elements of fear um, and trepidation then I think you're actually in quite a dangerous place I think you know having that slight element of fear keeps you safe and it keeps you aware and it means you still care about what you do and you want to do a fantastic job and if you was a client wouldn't you want to go to someone who you know wasn't blase they still cared about what they did and with everybody that came through the door they treat it like it was their first time and they wanted to do a really good job so you're normal you're human I believe in you and most importantly, believe in yourself and be conscious of what recording you're playing in your mind. So remember, good positive affirmations. I am capable. I can do this. I believe in me. I care. I do a great job. And as always, if there's anything specific you want me to cover, please send me a message. I love hearing from you and I will answer any questions that I can. And if you like this episode or you think you could pass to somebody else who may benefit, then please do so. Okay, lots of love. Thanks for listening to the Excel with Ease podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and discovered some useful takeaways. Please rate, review and hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And as always, pass to a friend who you think will find the content super useful. Thank you.